Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Think we're ready to go? Because I... I'm fucking on it like a car bonnet. Yeah, motherfucker. What's the crack, everybody? You are listening to Unforeseen, the podcast that is truly unforeseen. I'm your host, Ross Brown. And over there is my producer and co-host, Miss Lorraine Murphy. What is the crack? What's hello, happening? Hello, hello, hello. Slow fade out. See how, see how I'm learning how oh to ride learning how to ride the faders. This is what you do in radio, isn't it? So it's like it's like a Later on, we got the Charlie Poots coming up. Oh, wait, let me do it again. <laughs> let me do it again. Wait, no, wait, no, wait, no. This is what you do. This is what you okay. do. Okay, I'm a radio person, right? Okay. Okay. And then I'm Put it I'm, all the way up to the top yeah, then first. And then what I'm going to do then, right, is I'm going to, as I'm going, uh, blah, 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 next up is, uh, here's Sigala. And I'm going to hit one of these other things just for the crowd. Right, okay. All right. Are these plot twist ones old? They're last week's. Last week's. Perfect. I'll hit one of them. So, all right, you ready? Okay. All right, here we go. All right, this is fucking so fun. All right, here we go. <clears throat> The home of the coolest music you're listening to, 78.16 FM. My name is Ross and I'm here with you until 8 o'clock. We were asking you earlier, what's your favourite room to do a murder? Loads of great suggestions coming in from people. John says the bathroom is the best place to dispose of the blood. Martin says, near to the fridge, I always get peckish. (laughs) Martin, your character, here's Charlie Booth. I'm a fucking DJ king. Look at you jocking. <laughs> wow. Is that good? Wow. <laughs> what a jock. I'd listen to that show to be honest. <laughs> it's a good show, yeah. isn't it? It's a good show. Oh, there's no, is, There aren't enough shows for murderers. What is your favourite place to murder somebody? Oh, my favourite place to murder somebody. Uh, do you know what? I'd be a bit of a show off. I'd say I'd be one of these people that does like the Dan Brown ones. Do you know, like in the middle of the Vatican in the square or something. Oh, you'd go that Oh, big. I'd be one of those people. I'm a, oh, I, right. I'd get caught rotten. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like I wouldn't be the fastest at running or anything, and I'm I'm also quite loud and stuff, so I'd probably be sneezing. Everyone would turn around, I'd be like, oh fuck. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, hey, none of you move. <laughs> you down the foot for fuck's sake. So yeah, but I, I would be extravagant. Yeah, I think. you'd you'd go big on it. Do you know what they said? They always return to the scene of the crime. Yeah. Oh, that would be me. I'd be like, you I just, wa- I wonder is anyone <laughs> still looking for me? You would just be too lazy to leave. You'd be like, ah, oh, eating the sandwich in the guy's right. <laughs> what are you here for? Um, so okay we've got something to, to resolve or we've got something to point out right you said I said how's the camera looking and you said uh, it's fine now but you're going to be jumping all over because you're always moving and I yeah. said no I won't move because the mic is here 
and I won't move forward because the, I'll bash into the Which mic. Which is what you always do. And then you said, you're going to you're going to grab it and you're going to be fucking moving it yeah. all around and then you're going to be all over the shop. So I guarantee you're going to do this whole podcast without moving the mic once and I'm going to stay in frame. Well, I hope so. You'll make my life easier, but yeah. I don't think you will. All I'm going to do I, is this. I go, I go, ah, ha, 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 but I'll be back in again. You get very animated, especially when you're telling a story. You just start manhandling the microphone. Ma- I don't. You ma- do. I, there, yeah. is, there is already an urge for me yeah. to just, I need to pull it down a little bit. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm I'm missing eye contact a little bit with you, but I'm not. I'm going to just look at you through okay. a blurry wire. Okay. Yeah, that's we'll it. No, that's it. No. Yeah, fifty quid. Okay. <laughs> contract. Um, loads of people getting in touch with the podcast this week. We love this. Uh, first, we've got to say hi to Magda. Magda, I think is from Poland. Why are you waving at me? Oh, we have a Magda. Oh, right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was drinking. I couldn't talk. Um, Magda, I think, is from Poland. And she says that she's lived in Ireland for several years and she wanted to find a podcast that would help her to learn colloquial language. Collo- so, what, how do you say that? Colloquial. Colloquial. I can never pronounce this word. And like, this is bad now because Magda... Collo- collo- colloquial. 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 Because it's Q-U-I-A-L. Colloquial. Magda's listening to this podcast. Oh, Magda, we're, we're the worst fucking people you should be listening yeah. to to learn how to she's speak English. She's learning how to speak English and she's listening to us two dopes. You can't even this. pronounce the word that she's written to us. She's she listening doesn't to speak <laughs> English as a first language. <laughs> she's already out English to us. She's going to be walking around if she's listening to this. She's going to be walking around in about three months' time, walking to job interviews, going, What the fuck? You cunt! <laughs> Amanda, <laughs> thank you so much for listening, but I apologise. So you failed your final exam. You said here, I've just shat myself. <laughs> he always say I shit myself. <laughs> um, also on our social media, we were talking last week about um, Comic Sans. Oh, yeah. The worst font of all time. The nerdiest debates have been going on in our DMs over the last week or so, and I am loving it. Are people suggesting what the worst and best fonts are? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm all about this. I'll tell you what right now, I fucking, I won't, and I won't have anyone fucking disagree with me about it, right? Chalkboard is one of the best ones. Yeah, I like chalkboards. Right? And the other one that I love is the typewriter one. Yeah. That looks like an old fucking FBI typewriter style. Yeah. And the other one that I love, which I use for all of the... If, if ever I cut a, one of those social videos or anything on my social that has a little bit of title on it, it's always Impact Pro. I love a bit of Impact. I fucking love Impact. Yeah. Or Elephant is a great one as well. Aaron Cahill says, Broadway for when you need to bring the pizzazz to a situation. Broadway is a good one. It's a go-to. Uh, it is. Yeah, it I is. love it. <laughs> Uh, Dan says Calibri is the best font Don't at me by Calibri Calibri Is it Calibri? Calibri Calibri Yeah it's what, Calibri, I, 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 I used to use it yeah. yeah Yeah I used to use it I've grown out of it It's an immature choice I, I assume this guy's probably in his early <laughs> 20s It's an immature choice when, 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 when you really reach manhood or adulthood that's when you start to, to move up into the in, into some of the less show off you fonts okay well he said don't at him so I fucking at you I'm at yeah. you right now atting you. Yeah. Atting you. don't fucking tell me who to at and who not to at I'm at you that's what you learn as well when you're an adult anyone can at you at any stage that's <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying stuff for you, isn't it? Uh, Jennifer you're, oh, you're going to like Jennifer she says impact is the best font and you can't tell me otherwise boom yeah, get that woman an egg and a drink. <laughs> also, last one. Uh, this came in from Owen. Uh, he says, my wife and I got each other's initials tattooed on our fingers. So just on the, the first finger, they got their initials tattooed in objectively the best font. Oh, you're committing this one for eternity, like. Comic Sans. Fuck off. Well, you're going to fucking get divorced or you deserve each other. 
scumbags. <laughs> Owen Mulvaney, you are dead to us. Comic Sans. Comic on your Sans. Finger. So basically, every time you point, everyone goes, knob. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that over there? I don't know, but I'm looking at a fucking gobshite. Comic Sans. I mean, the tattoo artist must have just went like, these two are so fucking Luckily, uninformed. I think uh, tattoos on your fingers fade pretty quickly. Do so, they? yeah. So, okay. Owen, there's a bit of hope for you, Jesus but... Jesus Christ, like, oh comic sans on your finger. So, thank you to everybody who's been getting in touch. I've been loving the old font chats and the DMs. I mm. never thought I'd be doing that, but uh, keep them coming. Always welcome Except to... Except um, for the guy with comic sans. Yeah, Owen, yeah. no. Comic sans is more depressing than Bobby sans. <laughs> that is a sentence that's never been uttered before. I would... I would guarantee that has never been said before in this world. Ever. Wow. It's the truth though, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Let's get stuck into this yeah, podcast then. I've a headache already. Um, we're going back to Australia to kick this podcast off. Yeah. No. 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 Wait, hang on a second now. You always, you always slag off my Australian. Right, but yeah. you've never actually properly given it a whack yourself. All right, I, give me something to say in Australian. Okay, um, uh, lots of O's and stuff. Uh, I uh, I left a bunch of bananas on the train this morning. Oh God! Okay, hang on now. I have to get into it. <coughs> I know. You can start with ye. Oh no! Ye. I left. What did you say? I left. I left a bunch, a bunch of, bananas. of bananas on the train this morning. Oh, I I left a bunch of no. <laughs> Wait now. No, I was I on the train. You left a bunch of bananas. I I. Left a bunch of bin. How do you say it? Bananas. 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 Bananas on the train. This morning. This morning. Yeah. Got I left again. a bunch of bananas on the train this morning. Oh, oh yeah. That's all right. I left a bunch of bananas. It's bananas is the hard word. Bananas. Bananas on the train this morning. Oh, give me something. Oh, I love the accent stuff. Come um, on. Okay. So, Australian, you got to say. Um, don't give me anything cliche now, like barbecues or anything. No, no, no. I'll say what I see. Um, take the teddy bears off the shelf. Okay. Yee, yee. Take the teddy bears off the shelf. Why is it all through the nose? Because I'm nasally. Thanks for pointing out my disability. That's like going, Stephen, why are you always sitting and doing maths? <laughs> Hang on. Take the teddy bears off the shelf. That sounded like Del Boy. <laughs> munch do, munch do. They don't have the same voice. Anyway, let's listen to some actual real Australian accents. This clip is iconic mm-hmm. in Australia. I get the impression that this is a bit like the guy who slipped on the ice oh, okay, okay. on RT News in that everybody has seen it, everybody knows about it. Yeah. This is footage of a man called Cecil George Edwards. Nice name. He's been dragged out of a restaurant and arrested because an investigator followed a man that he thought was one of Queensland's Queensland's most wanted. Okay. So followed him into a Chinese restaurant. Minutes later, the police are there, there's TV cameras and... Uh, they're arresting Cecil and what they didn't know was that they had arrested the wrong man. Oh no. So this is what happened. Would you just assured me that I could speak? Sit down inside the car. We're not assuring anything. I'm under arrest. Look, I'm under what? Gentlemen, this is 
Democracy Manifest. Oh, yes! Gentlemen, <laughs> this is Democracy Manifest. It's the fact that he even rolls his R's. Yeah, Democracy, democracy. Manifest. That's amazing. So he's got four coppers, right? Four, four members of the Australian police force trying to put him hand on the back of the neck, up around the armpits. He's been held up. He's been pushed down. They're all trying to put him into the back of a police car. And in all that, he just stands upright. I mean, this is... this is George Orwell would have been like, this is the fucking hero of one of my books. He stood up and made some Orwellian... This gentleman... His, um, what does he say? Democracy Manifest. Democracy Manifest. That's amazing. Have a look at the headlock here. See that chap over there? Get your hand off my penis! This is the bike. (laughs) (laughs) Never in all my life. Have I heard someone say that with <laughs> such conviction and dignity? Take the hand off my penis! <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing! <laughs> but he's so calm! Yeah. Take, take a look at this headlock. This shop. Take the hand off my penis! <laughs> See, the thing is, Cecil knows that this is mistaken identity. So this is a 100% yeah, he's in the honest right. reaction. And he's all, but he's also... 100 like he, when you know you're in the right it happens very it happens very very rarely for me because I always assume I'm wrong with everything like with everything like if I stumbled across a dead body I would in 10 minutes time convince myself maybe I killed them was like, I in the Vatican and were you eating a sandwich I'm the, I'm the worst like if, like if I get pulled over by the guards and I've done nothing I'm going but is there cocaine in the booth? Like, I'm <laughs> unbelievable. If I enter an argument with someone, I convince myself within an hour I was the one that was wrong in everything. I'm the worst. So if they were trying to put me in the car, I'd be like, hang on, did my penis touch them? Like, <laughs> I'd be like, I'm shocking. But this guy, this guy knows he's right. So he is has no qualms about leaning into this this incred- incredulity. Who got me on the penis before? Get some cups. Why did you do this? Get some cups. For what reason? What is the charge? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? Oh. He's also now doing advertisements for the local restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> like, God, washing machines live longer with Carl Gunn. It's the word succulent for me as Suc- well. Succulent meal. I would never have used the word succulent with Chinese food, like Chinese and restaurants. I also, I also wouldn't use succulent <laughs> so close to a conversation about my penis. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that he's just, I love that he's describing the meal. Like he's completely, <laughs> and this is still three people wrestling him. And he's just like, he's a big dude. Like he is a big yeah. unit. Like, do you know what I mean? He's a big, he's, a, he's very, he reminds me of Brian Blessed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Blessed! The he's dude got with the big um, sideburns and stuff. Is that the same guy? Yeah, he looks like a... He's like a he looks like an opera singer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, 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 was in, um, he was in Flash Gordon, the movie. He kind of weirded me out. I don't know. Eagle Man Dive! I love his voice. Yeah. Yeah, he's got such a good voice over voice. But he reminds me of him. Big baritone. Mm-hmm. But I love the succulent meal. Well, that's a nice headlock, sir. Oh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. 
I see that you know your judo well. <laughs> now, by the way, nobody has him in a headlock. Can I just point out, as a wrestler, nobody has him in a headlock. He is in a hammerlock. His arms are up behind his back in a hammerlock position. What does hammerlock mean? Hammerlock is when your arm is up behind your back. Okay. Yeah. That's so no. Okay. So he's in a hammerlock, and also well, people so, are kind of touching his uh, shoulders. They have him. A little they bit. have him by the scruff of the neck. They mm. have him by the scruff of the neck like that, but not a headlock. But anyway, I will. I, that's the only negative I could point out with this guy. Pass. Pedantic pad. When it comes to holes, then I, I will. I will. I will correct. Oops. Oops. Good one. And you, sir, are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> Name of your 90s rock hip hop band, Limp Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Keep rolling, 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 succulent dinner. Now get your hands off there. Did he just say ta ta? Oh, I fucking love this guy. I hope he's still alive because this is an old clip. It's like, this looks like the 80s, is it? Oh my God, that's so fucking funny. Ta-ta! What about you? Are you waiting to receive my limp penis? <laughs> he's just, I, I, I'd say he could say the, the most horrific things and it would still sound... He'd get away with it. It would still sound like he's got dignity and authority, wouldn't it? Yeah. I like that. I, I feel like my voice now is completely shit in comparison. I feel like doing the rest of the podcast like this. Perhaps not. <laughs> One tough look. <laughs> brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Off. That was fucking amazing. So years later, Cecil <gasps> did an interview about no. the whole incident. Are you joking yeah. me? Yeah. So this was his take on what happened. So obviously he got away. Like they, they realised they, well, they were wrong. We've made a complete mistake here and he's been all over national TV for no reason whatsoever. The man was just trying to enjoy a succulent Chinese meal. A succulent Chinese meal with a limp penis. <laughs> so <laughs> he did an interview about it and this is a little clip of his perspective of things. Okay. I, ho- oh, I hope he's still... I'm, I'm actually so excited to see what he looks like now. And if he still has the baritone voice, mm. uh, oh. There was a suspicious-looking character at a couple of tables away looking at us. And every time I'd turn, he'd put his head down and pop a dim sim into his gob. <laughs> Minutes later, police had the business surrounded, then sent in a delegation. The police fell on the place. Come running in, even one of them had a gun in his hand. and I said, what the... Devil's going on here. <laughs> oh, I love it. The devil's going on here. <laughs> what do you want? Get up. You're under arrest. You're an international criminal. I said, I'm just a poor, struggling artist. <laughs> How dare you? Get up. And they, you know, they took me out. And uh, I think there was all these TV cameras outside. And they, uh, there it is. That's what you see on the internet now. Can I just say, is that is that's his art behind him? He's a good artist. Yeah, I'm not his sure. Paintings if it is. behind him. He said I'm a struggling artist, so I assume that must be some of his work behind him. I know a lot of people were accusing him of being overdramatic when he was being bundled into the police car. Are you fucking and having were, a laugh? They were saying he was using it as an opportunity because he was an actor as well, an amateur 
drama that they were saying he used that as an opportunity saw the cameras and went this is my opportunity to show I can act. have you got a show reel uh, yes I think you'll find the greatest clip of all time was me I would 100% one not blame him for taking advantage of a situation if you're going to be arrested while you're having a meal and mistaken for an international criminal at least fucking take the fucking 15 minutes and try and make something out of it and also that was not an over dramatic reaction somebody touched his dick and they tried to put him into a car that was much too small for him and he was interrupted during what can only be described as a succulent meal that is one of my favourite clips of all time it's gold isn't it it's fucking great if we have any listeners in Australia I know we do have a few please let us know your thoughts on this what is it really like in Australia is it is he kind of seen as cringeworthy Mm -hmm. is he a bit of a legend I know this is a really really well known um, clip but I'd love to know love to get the insider scoop on it what do people think of him and has Cecil ever been in panto because I feel like he should Listen, Cecil should be doing all of the voiceovers in all of Australia. Mm-hmm. Like, he should have that kind of, like, freedom of the city. He should, like, have the freedom of... He should be just the voice of all voiceovers in Australia. He's I got f- a big enough voice. I feel like he could be, like, the X Factor guy. Yeah, yeah. Joe McAldry! Worst choice of a singer to choose. To, <laughs> to, like, of all Brilliant. the... Of all the other... <laughs> Wagner! <laughs> uh, okay, oh, I want you to do your... Um, do your best uh, guy who does the X Factor voice I want you to do um, <clears throat> I want you to do Crystal Swing <clears throat> Crystal Swing <laughs> <laughs> Okay your turn um, you gotta do <laughs> uh, Joe Dolan and the Mainliners <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty alright <clears throat> um, Joe no Joe Dolan and the Mainliners. <laughs> I've got a new obsession this week. Go on. Fan fiction. Fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Okay, hang on a second now. Because I, I get confused with these things. I know cosplay is dressing up like mm-hmm. f- characters from video games or Lord of the Rings or TV shows. Fan fiction. I do know that your man... George R. R. Martin who wrote Game of Thrones I do know that he wrote loads of fan fiction before he wrote his own novels so like he wrote his own versions of Star Wars Okay. he wrote his own versions of like so he'd write his own Mm -hmm. so that's what it is isn't it kind of yeah I suppose the more (coughs) modern day fan fiction is fictional writing that's written by amateurs um, unauthorised and but based like that on existing work or using celebrities usually um, it's really oh, okay. really popular amongst teenagers really popular topics include One Direction oh I didn't even think of that as a genre I, I always just thought like fantasy Dungeons and Dragons yeah. Stranger Things Matrix it's, it's a lot of romance so it's a lot of teenage girls putting themselves in a situation where Harry Styles or Nigel falls Warren in love with them they're on holidays yeah. they meet them that kind of stuff but there's all sorts of fan fiction that's the kind of stuff that I knew about but you can get all sorts of stuff like there's fan fiction about Seinfeld there's fan fiction about Sonic the Hedgehog Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles there's Bernie Sanders Bernie Sanders <laughs> fan fiction it's I'm scared oh. of you motherfuckers. It's a weird world out there. So I think we should... Oh, sorry. Some- I was thinking of Bernie Mac. <laughs> 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 I was thinking of Bernie Still Mac. weird. Like, Bernie still Mac weird. came out with Life at the Apollo. He came out for one of the, one of the Apollo shows. 
Did you hear this? Ever hear the story? Bernie Mac was on with a lot of other comedians. They were recording like a Comedy Central thing or whatever it was, and a load of comedians went out. Uh, it was, I think, it was Def Comedy Jam, one of the first ever Def Comedy Jams, and loads of comedians went out, and they all died on their hole. The crowd was so volatile that every comedian just got eaten alive. There was guys that were fifteen years in the game coming off stage rattled like almost oh in tears. Bernie Mac's just watching comedian after comedian after comedian dying. Bernie Mac's about 40, 45 at this stage. So he'd like, you know, it's probably one of your kind of, you know, you're kind of going, all right, I'm not going to make it or, you know, I'm mm. longing the two to be making it now. Bernie Mac walks out on stage and walks out and he just goes, hey, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. And the whole place just turned and he had them immediately. Shut the fuck up. I ain't scared of y'all motherfuckers and just went into his routine and it is one of the greatest comedy sets I've ever seen in my life so when you said Bernie Sanders I just <laughs> I immediately went I ain't scared of you motherfuckers which I think would actually do Bernie Sanders a bit of justice slightly different too <laughs> yeah slightly different um so I've got a couple of pieces lined up here for you for you to read and see what you think of fan fiction oh I gotta read I gotta read do I have to read you've gotta read oh yeah oh yes okay there are some things to know about fan fiction. Mm-hmm. There's kind of little codes. So you'll see things like YN and uh, LN and that stands for your name, last name. So you can insert yourself into the story. Oh, so this is kind of like a put yourself in the adventure you can do, thing. Yeah, they, they vary, but a lot of people write in that kind of um, perspective so that you can really feel like you're following so Harry Styles said come over here Ross yeah exactly yes exactly and and welcome to the hotel Mr. Brown yeah gotcha yeah yeah, yeah. I'll try and do that if I can okay I thought this party would be kind of fun but 20 minutes in I was in yet another boring conversation with people trying to pass themselves off as social royals the room was filled with vacant stares, snotty fashion designers and superficial conversations, ambling around in their sparkly clothes. I, left, I leave the conversation with an insightful comment to shut them up and decide I, to go home. I have been to these types of parties countless times before and I don't know why I keep going. I walk towards the exit, but a sudden push to my shoulder makes me stop in my tracks. Ooh. Oh, I'm so sorry, the hesitant brunette said. Looking down at her feet, she was very shy as her cheeks turned a bright red when I looked into her eyes. Her hair gleamed from the lights and presented my eyes with a glow like no other. She immediately earned all of my attention when she shyly looked up at me. I remember my intense and sudden interest. Just after one glance, I was hooked on her hazel eyes. That's all right, I tried to smile, seeming nice to an all-worthy girl. My gaze travelled carefully down her body, absorbing the beautiful sight of her. She looked young, a lot younger than me, but that didn't stop me. Oh, Harry, you creepy. Harry, you fucking, (laughs) you fucking, Jesus Christ, huh? Not into this now at all, fucking hell. I shook my head, scared of the sudden dirty thoughts, already multiplying and inhabiting my mind. She started biting her lip, and my mind scattered around me. I cleared my throat, <clears throat> trying to break the sudden silence. Hi, I'm Harry. I introduce myself. We, we know you just fucking said it. <laughs> Offering a handshake. She took it and I felt her soft, delicate hand just for a brief second before she released it. She smiled at me, immediately putting me in a better mood than I was. I'm Claire. Nice to meet you she said politely, further enticing me with her enchanting body, hair and profile. So she's like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) 
The new one's got a bit of a tick, I'm sure. She was wearing a beige dress, yet yeah, the sexiest oh, of no. all of them. I'm sure you just met Roy Cropper, Harry, you fucking weirdo. Beige. <laughs> beige. Yeah, he's going to open Roy's rolls there. <laughs> nice pro- the shittest of all colours. Nice profile, nice profile, Roy. You look like someone vomited on you. Reaching just above her knees, displaying her curvy body, her inviting legs. Fuck. Harry. Get your shit together. Shaking my head at myself again. How do you shake your head at yourself? <laughs> Not to myself, at myself. I tried to continue the conversation. You too, Claire. How old are you? What a fucking creep. I've never... <laughs> Hi, how are you? How old are you? I'm just checking just before, just so I have a cover story. How, how old are you? Now, he knows that she is much younger. Much younger than Much him. younger. Yeah. How old are you? I ask, noticing a hint of a British accent. I try not to sound too prying. I'm 16, she nods, as I was staring her down, head to toe. Wow, 16. Wow. Too young, Harry. Too young. Too young. Wow, 16. Her light brown hair fell down the sides of her chest. She's got a fucking alopecia, does she? (laughs) And landing at her feet. The The, sides of her chest. The sides of her chest. So it's like underarm hair. Probably, yeah. The long waves reaching down to her back. So they went down the sides of her tits and then reached down to, the, down to her back. Uncontrollable and sudden flashes ran through my head. Re- really? Then what you doing here? I asked. Confu- I don't know why she, he sounds like fucking Rodney from Only Fools and Horses. I asked, confused as to why a teenager came to an event like this. My brother invited me, she explains, not hiding her obvious nervousness. Oh, sorry. My brother invited me. Nervousness. She must be intimidated by me. Good. What a fucking... Oh, my God. Dick. Jesus Christ. She's 16, I kept reminding myself. 16, 16, 16. It's wrong to think of her this way, but found myself not able to control myself. She smiled politely yet again as Louis suddenly approached us and put his arm around her. Hey. I see you met my sister. Fuck. A-N. This is the official beginning of my story. Mm-hmm. Well, So there's loads more chapters. Oh, there's loads more. Loads more, okay. yeah. And so these writers can keep on adding to it. So you can kind of keep up with it, almost like a soap opera oh, type of thing. Oh, it's like a blog almost. Or then others will upload a full... Full whole thing. Full story. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. so cliffhanger ending there. Fucking hell. I love um, the way that she's immediately made him break the law in the first story. You might see the speech bubbles that are next to each, some of the paragraphs. Paragraph, yeah. So that's where people have made comments. Okay. Some of them are like, oh my God, I would love for this to happen to me. And then others just roast the writer. So you can have a look at some okay, of Okay, well, I just clicked on the first comment here. It says, I want to get my ass ate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, not him hating on sparkly clothes. Boo boo. Just wait a few years and then try and say that. Uh it's not on me, sister. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. All right. Let's get rid of those ones. Let's get into these ones. They also want to get their ass ate in that paragraph, apparently. <laughs> I'm just going to pretend she's 18, someone says. Uh, FTR, 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 FTR. There is a wrestling group called FTR. I don't think people are getting into the fan fiction from there. Uh, let me see. Love at first sight. When they described me. Uh, age of consent is sixteen in the UK. Oh, now people oh. are jumping in, going, oh. it, oh, "It's all right." Defending Harry. Yeah, it's not. It's not morally wrong. It's but it's legal. It's okay. Yeah. When people start arguing, that like, no, no, they turned sixteen three days ago. That's a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. You know, yeah. Um, Harold turned the other way and run. She is 16. People, do people think this is real? They get into it. Oh, they're acting like they it's really real. get into it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Let's have a look at the Johnny Depp one. Okay. The other one that I have for you. I think you okay. might prefer this one. Okay. So um, let me see. Johnny Depp. It's called Imagines. Johnny Depp Imagines. Okay. Um, oh, and there's loads of codes in this one. So YN is your name. LN is last name. MN is middle name. Who the fuck needs to use their middle name? EC is eye color. HC is hair color. SC is skin colour, HL is hair length, and HS is hairstyle. So this is where you put in all of your own characteristics. Uh, okay. So brown hair, hazel eyes, that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. Okay. Am I supposed to be a man or a woman in this one? So you're reading it so that the listeners can put themselves into... Okay, so I'm talking to the person who's fantasising. Yes. Okay, okay. So it's you thinking about you and Johnny Depp. Yeah. And I'm the one that's telling you the story about you and Johnny Depp. Okay. Gotcha, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) Uh, All right. You've just finished at the library and you're walking down towards the coffee shop situated at the end of the street. It's freezing outside, but thankfully you've got your coat, scarf, hat and gloves to keep you warm. Your thick layers aren't enough, however. To make matters worse, your backpack is very heavy with books as you walk. But when you stand still, then it's light for some reason. When you were at the library... You'd bumped in. You'd bumped <laughs> into a fucking hell. These people can't write to save their fucking lives. When you were at the library, you'd bumped into a man with the most beautiful brown eyes. He apologised when he bumped into you, causing you to drop your books. Your hands had touched his, as you bent down to get the books as well. <laughs> is this fucking? Is this Magda? Stop! Magda would be so much Ma- better. Actually, Magda would be a hundred times better. We'd be than like, this. what does that word? <laughs> yeah, Magda's like. All of your grammar is wrong. What the fuck? You both had... You both... What's this had? It's a very English thing. You both had said goodbye. Like, so mm. you both said goodbye. Yeah. You both had said goodbye as you went to check out your books. You run quickly across the, cro- across the crossing as the lights <laughs> begin to turn from red to orange to green. I don't think they say stop. No, slow down. No go. <laughs> so this person obviously has never driven before. Uh, there's, as they go from red... To orange, to actually in England, some lights do go orange as a warning to say you can go soon. They do. Okay. I apologise wholeheartedly okay. and solemnly. Um, you get to the other side of the street just in time as the cars start moving forward. You open the coffee shop door and walk inside. The bell at the top of the door rings as the door opens. Very cling, cling, as you walk oh. in. It's lovely and warm inside, which makes you happy. Not even the longish queue, Q-U-E fodder. <laughs> Not even the longish queer can dampen your mood. The bell rings again and someone else comes in. They stand behind you as they wait. You finally get to the front of the queue, spelt differently this time. What can I get you? Asks the barista in a lazy voice. What can I get you? Asks the barista in a lazy voice. She looks quite young. It's a woman as well. What can I get you? Asks the barista in a lazy voice. She looks quite young. It's hard to tell though, as she's wearing very heavy makeup. <laughs> Then maybe don't comment on what age she fucking looks then. A medium tea. A medium tea. Medium sized cup. I know, but who says medium? A medium tea. (laughs) Why, what do you say? Can I get a tea, please? Can I have a large tea or can I have a small tea? (laughs) Yeah. Can I have a medium tea? Yeah. Maybe it's a tea that can tell the future. Can I get it? It reads its own tea leaves. Can I get a medium tea, please? No sugar and a chocolate chip cookie, please. You reply. Eat in or take away. 
take away, please, says a voice from behind you. Oh, you, oh, you should have said eat out. Take a, <laughs> You turn around and see a man from the library standing behind you wearing a thick scarf, coat. They're mad for apparel in this one. <laughs> they love describing what everybody's layers. wearing. Keep layers. Layers, loads yeah. of layers. Standing behind you wearing a thick scarf, coat, gloves, a, back bal- a black balaclava <laughs> and a pair of black trainers. Ba- Does this person know what a balaclava is? In the background, you can hear, I knew you were trouble when you walked in. Okay, so let me put the, let me put the correct voice on that character right. then. Okay. Um, uh, Tank away, please, says the ma- voice from the man behind you. You turn around and see a man from the library standing behind you, wearing a thick scarf, coat, gloves, a black balaclava, and a pair of black trainers, and probably a tricolour. Hi, beautiful, he says to you. I wasn't expecting to see you here. You smile and roll your eyes when he compliments you. Nor was I, I mutter, when you turn away. Can you and your boyfriend stop holding hands, stop holding up the line? Asks the barista. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Can you and your boyfriend stop holding up the line? Asks the barista, getting annoyed, even though you're not doing anything. We're not, you begin. I'll just take what you're having, he says to you. Then he he reaches into his pocket and hands you $13. (laughs) Buying someone a coffee in America with some British accent. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> oh, I can't. You. Oh, so no, they're American. Okay, so she's American. Okay. Oh, I can't. You tell the stranger, pushing the note into his palm, pushing one note, a thirteen-dollar note. <laughs> Jerry Adams just gave someone a thirteen-dollar note. I think that's counterfeit money, which is a little bit suspicious. Please, he begs. It's the least I can do since bumping into you at the library. After many protests, you finally give in. All right, you, you sigh, taking the dollar taking the dollar note and several cents from his hand. Jesus Christ almighty, the continuity in this. Hey, it's special magic morphin money. Hey, once it's 13 individual dollars, then it turns into a note and then it turns into one dollar and all cents. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, oh. okay. I take the dollar note and several cents from his hand. How cheap does he sound? Uh, <laughs> like? I I always carry the exact change. <laughs> Th- thanks, he says, a smile coming over his face. I think I've seen a couple of videos like that online. <laughs> a smile coming over his face. <laughs> oh no, there's a smile coming over his face. <laughs> but please let me take your bag. It looks heavy. You thank him and quickly slip your rucksack off your shoulders. He holds it for you as you pay. The weight of the rucksack lifted off your shoulders makes you feel better. You and the man both look round as you hear several snaps of a camera. Must be my imagination, you think, whilst the friendly stranger pulls his coat collar up high and his black balaclava low over his face. Change of plan, you tell the barista as you turn back to face her. Two medium teas and two chocolate chip cookies. The barista sighs. <sighs> All right, your total is $11.05, please. You hand over the money and she pops it in the till. $1.95 change. This person is really good at maths. <laughs> she says lazily, ringing up your food and drink. So she's charged her, put the money in the till, given her her change, then clocked everything in. <laughs> Bit of an unusual yeah, way to work it in a till. Yeah, to be fair. Wait over there. Next customer, please. 
You and the friendly man stand to one side and collect your drinks and cookies. Oh, here's your change, you say to him. No, please keep it. Please, it's the least I can do since you gave me the money to pay for the stuff, you say, <laughs> pressing it into his hand. Thanks, he smirks. <laughs> I don't even know how to do thanks in a smirk. Well, thanks. <laughs> As he hears his own words repeated back to him. Is he standing in a cave? <laughs> thanks, 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 thanks. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. He hears his own words repeated back to him. I don't understand what's going on at all. After a few minutes of waiting, another barista comes over to you and hands you the drinks and food. They're all about the procedure of a coffee shop. It's, isn't it? It's like, Mom, you work in a coffee shop. Can you tell me everything that happens so I can put it into the story and, in what order and do you do bore it? the shit out of everybody? <laughs> Thank you. Have a good day, he s- you say politely. The barista murmurs in, in an audible reply. I'm going to be very pedantic now. Oh, here we go. If it's an audible, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have heard the murmur. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it should be an unintelligible reply. It means you couldn't understand it. But it was audible, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Can I take your rucksack? Oh, sorry. Can I take my rucksack now? You ask him, trying not to sound rude as you put down the stuff on the table. Sure. He gives you back your rucksack and picks up the drinks and cookies. Let's go to the park and eat and drink our takeaway while it's getting to know each other better, he suggests. <laughs> That sounds like a plan to you. The park was only five minutes away, so there wasn't any reason to decline. Five, oh, sorry, SpongeBob SquarePants. Five minutes later. <laughs> You're going to have to put that in. Five minutes later. You and the man, are, you and the man sitting on the wooden bench in so, Jesus. <laughs> you and the man sitting on a wooden bench in the so far empty park eating and drinking. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. What's your name? He asks you. Uh, Lorraine. Murphy, you say, slurping your frappuccino through your straw. That's a really beautiful name. Just like you, he says, shout. Just like you. Where did I get the frappuccino all of a sudden? Where did the medium teas go? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? I'm slurping a frappuccino. Oh, I missed this completely. I missed this completely. Fucking hell. You have two medium teas and a chocolate chip cookie. Frappuccino. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Time- and is Jerry still wearing the balaclava? Jerry is still wearing the balaclava. Yeah, because you never know, you know, where he has to not be. Yeah. Uh, thank you, you giggle. What's your name? He chokes on his biscuit, looks at you and says, I'm going to change it slightly here. Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Adams. Should be Johnny Depp, but no, I think it's actually oh, yeah, more, in- it's more interesting. We're more into the Jerry yeah. Adams story. Jerry. Jerry Adams. It was your turn to choke on your biscuit now. Seriously? You asked disbelievingly, shocked that this stranger you were talking to was your favourite politician of all time. Seriously? Not to be rude, but what are you doing here? I mean, you were what were you doing in the library and cafe on your own with no bodyguard or anyone else? I was getting about sick of the paparazzi, he says. So I came out of my own in disguise so no one would recognise me. It worked for a while and then... Just then, until just then in the cafe. You think the camera sound was someone taking a picture of us? You ask nervously, fearing the absolute worst. Like, what's the absolute worst? If someone took a photograph of you in a cafe. The absolute worst. Fearing the absolute worst. You don't know. So what? Someone has a photograph of us. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Probably. Now people will think I went in to get a drink, but instead left with a girlfriend, he says jokingly. You technically did, except you left with both. 
<laughs> he chuckles. <laughs> you're funny, Lorraine Murphy, he says. So are you, Jerry. You also, you're also very, very kind and handsome. Thanks for helping me out back in the cafe. No probs, he says, blushing as you compliment him. His brown, his grey wavy hair seeming to turn even greyer. You stare at everybody who walks by, wondering where they're going, who they are, what they do for a living, what they do for a living. Ectcetera. Oh no. Oh no. E-C-T. E-C-T. Instead of E-T-C. Etcetera. They have ectetera. <laughs> so you wonder what they do for a living. Ectetera. As you sip your drink, which could be a tea or a frappuccino. In fact, by now, it could be a fucking coconut water. Several elderly people with walking sticks walk by, smiling at Jerry and you and then at each other. They just went, Jerry, and then you, and then they went, Jerry and you on there, look. <laughs> Again, Jerry's in the balaclava. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you realise why the elderly people are staring at you and Jerry. Jerry's hand is accidentally touching yours. You look at him and then back at both of you touching hands. Oh, I'm sorry, says Jerry, going red, drawing his hand away. I just thought... No, it's okay. I... Well... You stutter. What? He asks. I... Er... You pause for a moment, stumped at how the hell you were supposed to say I love you. Instead of (laughs) taking a breath and trying to confess your feelings, you decide to leave. Goodbye, you say, a mood kicking in because of the frustration of how you were unable to confess your feelings to him. Standing up, you dump your empty cup of cookie bag in, you dump your empty cup and cookie bag in the bin. You stumble (laughs) as you start walking away from him as fast as you can. Oh, that's not cool. Jesus Christ. Wait, Lorraine, (laughs) he calls dumping his empty bag and cup in the bin. They're fucking great. They're not littering anyway. For all the things... Eco-friendly. For all the things Jerry's been accused of. <laughs> he's never left. He's never left an empty bag and a cup in a park. I can, I can assure you that. And if he did, he'd leave a warning. <laughs> oh my God. Jumping up, he runs after you. He grabs your hand and looks at you with a pleasing Wait, look in his eyes. already up. They're already up. They're already up. Yeah. What is it, Jerry? You ask frustrated. <laughs> what is it, Jerry? You ask frustrated. Frustratedly. Please leave me alone. You attempt to push his hand away, but he still, but he still holds, hangs on. But he still holds, hangs on. <laughs> oh, they, 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 they went with holds. Then they went with hangs. Then they forgot to delete holds. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But he still holds, hangs on. <laughs> no one's proofread this ever. Oh, no. They've written no, it no. and published it straight away. Okay, but please tell me what's up. Is there something I did? No, you sigh, turning round to face him. I just, I like you. But it's hard for me to tell people how I feel, which frustrates me. She did a good job there. I'm sorry for taking it out on you. It's not your fault. You stare at the floor ashamed of yourself and you push as you push your hair back, your fingers getting tangled in all the knotty bits. <laughs> Jerry smiles and puts his hand on your shoulder. I like you too. You lock eyes for a moment before you look away. You check your watch and are alarmed to see it's almost five o'clock in the <gasps> evening. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh wow, it's getting late. I've got to get home now. You say, looking at your watch. She's still like this. Oh, wow, it's late. I've got to get home. He's like, are you a bit slow? <laughs> uh, where are we? Where are we? Oh, wow. As you as looking at your watch, Johnny looks... Uh, sorry, Jerry. Sorry, Johnny. Who the fuck is Johnny? Johnny? Jerry looks disappointed. He had enjoyed hanging out with you. You have to go. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's starting to get dark and w- as well. And this sounds silly, but I'm terrified of the dark. 
What's silly about being scared of the dark? There's nothing to be afraid of. And do you maybe want me to walk you home? Oh, God. <laughs> you thought about it for a second. You wanted Jerry to walk you home because you were afraid of, of something happening to you as you walked. But you didn't want to waste his time and bother him with your problem either. Yes, I'd like that. Cool. Could we exchange numbers, you know, so we can meet up sometime? Sure. Taking a pen, you both carefully wrote your phone numbers down on slips of paper and exchanged them. Both of you then link arms and walk back to your house like fucking chimney sweeps. Being careful to avoid alleyways whenever possible. Oh, there's another alleyway. Move left. Is that in it? Avoiding alleyways? Avoiding alleyways whenever possible. Because, you know, sometimes you just can't avoid an alleyway. They're just fucking flying at you, the fucking alleyways. Okay, here we are. At your house. It's getting dark when you get to your house. He walks you to your front door and thanks you for letting him help you in the library and the cafe. Thank you for letting me help you in the library and the cafe and also at the park when we walk back and also avoiding all of those alleyways. Jerry tells you he had a really good time with you. I had a really good time with you. Too. Oh, I had a really good time with you too, Johnny. The wrong two, just T.O. Uh, you say as you're, as you're standing at your front door, well, goodbye. Um, I'll call you. He says, kissing you on the cheek. Oh, so oh, he's doing it at the same time. Respectful. No, he's doing it at the same time. He says, kissing you on the cheek. Not before kissing you on the cheek. So he's like, man, goodbye. <laughs> um, I'm calling you. Before disappearing down the street, becoming a speck in the distance as he walks on. Jeez. Sure, he's like wow. some kind of magician. Thanks for reading. Hope you enjoy it. The romantic bits and everything else is what you get when you realise a 13-year-old wrote it. Listen, I'm all for, I'm all for, you know... Uh, encouraging young writers <laughs> fucking more power to you maybe don't publish everything you write though yeah or proofread like, it practice yeah do you know spell check I'd love to give that person notes now well you know loads I mean? of people have there on the sides oh, already right. so okay let's let's start from the bottom actually let's go to where uh, let me see five minutes later where the fuck is the frappuccino <laughs> <laughs> frappa frappa lappa fucking chino five minutes later where you are, you're at Frappuccino. Here we go. Here we go. Someone has to pull her up on it. Slurp, slurp. I thought it was a tea. <laughs> okay, here we go. My name is not that beautiful. It's Sofa. Sophia. Sophia. My name is just Ember. Jane, a common name. Okay, everyone's just saying their name isn't very good. Okay. There's obviously people the same age reading this kind mm. of stuff, isn't there? Bro, he is your new fave actor. How do you not recognise him? Because oh, he's wearing a balaclava. Oh, yeah, he's wearing a balaclava. And he's Jerry Adams as well. He's not that known in America. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, girly, are you blind? Oh, my God. It's the daddy, It's the it's the double D daddy dep. Okay. Um, he chuckles. You're funny, your name. You're looking funny. Your people are, yeah, people are correcting all her grammar and spelling here. Yeah. Uh, I keep reading nutsack. Oh, rucksack. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's um, it's 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 interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is definitely interesting. I'd be in. I'd be in to read more of these. Fanfic is moving to TikTok as well, more and more. Where people, a lot of Harry Potter stuff on TikTok. So people will take clips from Harry Potter or movies or TV shows. Um, Stranger Things is another big one. Yeah. Um, where they'll take clips and then write their own captions underneath it. So they'll tell the oh, story okay, through. Okay, so it's like a captions. comic book. It's like a comic book. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Like so the captions and what's happening in the scene won't correlate at yeah. all. But people are so into it. Right. So here's what I'm thinking. Can we set a challenge for listeners of Unforeseen yeah. to write some fanfic about Ross Brown? What about fanfiction about the two of us? I don't know, we don't want it to get weird. No, okay non-sexual fan fiction about the two of us okay where we're both 
What's the scenario? Let's set them a scenario. We are... I'd like to leave it open and leave open, it open to people's totally creativity. Open. Okay. Well, maybe not the two of us then because anyone that listens to this podcast has got a guttural mind. Yeah. Yeah. So and, even if it's and just I'm a also, paragraph... I'm also afraid of what they're going to have me do to myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're in one hole out the other. <laughs> I would love if we could get even one person just to write some, even a paragraph. Even a paragraph. Fanfic. Yeah. About Ross Brown. Yeah. Or what we could do is we could do, uh, we could do, uh, someone starts with the first paragraph. We publish that. Then someone else adds on to oh, it. Oh, we could do that we too. We could one story. So collectively yeah. we'll, we'll do one story and people submit their next paragraph. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that build idea. One, build one story. Let's get it started. Email us, unforeseenpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Let's start some Ross Brown fanfic. Uh, two weeks ago, I gave you Geordie from uh, Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week, I what did I do last week? Last week, it was Fair City. Fair City. Yeah. yeah. What are you thinking this week? How would you like me to promote our fantastic sponsors at uh, at Sea Church? Oh, I know what you can do. Yeah. Can you please do the ad for Sea Church in the style of our friend Cecil, who was wrongly arrested in Australia? Oh, I would love nothing better than to do. Okay. You ready? I am so ready for okay. this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, can, yeah, can we have it that you are being falsely <laughs> arrested? Oh, I love this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening here. I was just enjoying a succulent meal in the wondrous restaurant of Sea Church in Ballycotton. And you... Yeah, what are you doing? Get your hands, get your hands out of my anus, for I am enjoying myself. Do you know? I was just about to see a gig in a beautiful renovated sea church, which was a church that was renovated into a beautiful music venue. Oh, and what are you doing, you little fucker? Ah, yes. <laughs> the burgers are spectacular, you know. I would have. Enjoyed finishing it if you rapscallions wouldn't have fucked me into a car. If you would like to go to Sea Church and not be arrested such as I was, then perhaps you can contact them at seachurch.ie or even Sea Church Ballycotton on all social media. This is an Orwellian instance occurred from a society that is crumbling beneath our very feet. For you are the succumbus who are enthralling our society with your petulant obedience and subordination. Also try their chips. They're fucking beautiful. That's my favourite thing that's ever happened on this podcast. (laughs) I've got one final video for you now. Okay. And I know for a fact that you have seen this before. All right. But it is always worth watching this because this, this is iconic in Ireland. I think I I I already know what it is. What do you think it is? I think it's what's not. It's said it like six times you're all, every time we talk about videos you're always like what's not is never gets old no never what's not is is without a single shadow of a doubt what you are about to witness if you haven't seen it is the greatest moment on okay it is one of two greatest moments in in Irish television history one of them <laughs> one of them is the time when Tommy Ball laughed at the wrong time which was such a short clip this this is amazing there's a show on RT it's called The Den 
Right, it was running for years. It was the staple kind of main kids TV show. It was like DJ Cat in the UK. There was like puppet, Muppets, like puppets and a presenter. Mm-hmm. And then they would introduce all of the kids TV shows. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be on, Say by the Bell, mm-hmm. whatever, fucking, fucking... Sabrina. Sabrina, all those things. And they would come on, present, do a couple of links, very much like radio, and then go, and here's this show. Yeah. And then a show would come on. They'd be on for like three hours in the afternoon. But there was loads of messing in it. Loads of messing. There was ongoing storylines. The same as all the UK kind of uh, uh, like 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 live and kicking on, on the Saturdays, but yeah. this was on every single weekday. What, what's that one as well? Um, Hacker. Is this the dog? Just that, normal men. I have I have all of the outtakes from that show um, saved on my TikToks. I fucking brilliant. love that character. Just normal men. Just normal men. It's like, it's like that. Yeah. Just innocent men. <laughs> um, yeah. So it is from a kids' TV show. We've got uh, Francie Boylan, Francis Boylan Jr., as he was known back in the day. So he was the third presenter of the of the. Of, was of he the, the third or fourth? Well, you had Dempsey, you had Darcy. Yeah, you might have had someone else, and then you had Francis. Yeah, there was another dark-haired dude. Yeah, this Mac- guy was great. Yeah, but but the thing is, the den was kind of on the way out of that stage. Mm. It had run for years, and it was kind of being overtaken by other TV shows. This guy was absolutely fantastic. This is this is live TV at its very best, yeah. and dealing with phone lines, dealing with children that don't understand what the mechanic of the competition is. Yeah. And then also dealing with the puppets around him yeah. that are also trying to help but also derail it and then realising that this is never going to come to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. They're giving away a bike yeah, and so they're asking a, a, a question of what is Snots. Snots is a pig Muppet Snotzer. character. Snotzer and Dustin the turkey. So you've got yeah. Snotzer the pig, Dustin the turkey playing a game called What's Snots which is kind of like 20 questions, isn't it? Yeah, he's either a person, a place or a thing yeah. and they can either ask yes or no questions and then they must get closer and closer yeah. to what he is. Yeah. So it's like, are you Process of edible? elimination. Yes or yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. So all right. this is it. Oh. Strap yourselves in, lads. Can I just say, I'm going to play this all the way through. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this has to be played all the way through yeah. because it's just it's outstanding. Well, listen, uh, the computer uh, mumbled all the uh, names together and Amy, you came up first to ask Snotzer a question. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a person? No, it's not a person, Amy! Back, back to Kevin in County Galway. Uh, Kevin? Yeah? Would you like to ask a question? That's not. Where'd you get your shades? Where'd you get your shades? <laughs> well, we got them off this chap called Bolo! So Francis now is looking side screen at producers, directors, cameramen who are obviously breaking their bollocks. Yeah. And he's trying to hold this together while probably having a director in his ear going, Come move on, move on, or whatever. He's trying to hold this together as best he can. In fairness, the puppets are trying to just kind of keep the things rolling. And this is only the beginning. Uh, hold on, I don't think that's sort of... Kevin, you can ask a question, Kevin. Kevin, you can ask it. You can be a person, place, thing, or object. What would, what would you like? And it can be yes or no. Uh, what? Say that again. <laughs> so at this moment, Francis loses his fucking shit. <laughs> Look out for the best moment, which is when he says, I apologise. Yes. And then immediately breaks his whole laughing again. <laughs> it can be a person, place, thing or object. And you can ask him a question. Um, if you'd like to ask him. Just wait, guess which one I am. Yeah. So, Kevin, would you like to ask, ask me another question. question? Yeah. Uh... Where'd you get your hair <laughs> Well, we got it in this place called Mark Peters. But Kevin, I don't know. 
I love the shakiness in his voice where he's like, don't you have It's like he is trying everything to just hold a laugh. Like that must be, that is the most suppressed laugh I've ever heard because people always break whereas you can hear every single word is trying to keep it oh my god hello Amy it's an object yes, yes it is an object yes indeed would you like to ask another question um <laughs> is it does it cut anything does it cut what Amy does it cut it of course no it wouldn't cut no, anything no it wouldn't no. cut anything Amy what, what question all the same a good question back to Kevin in, in County Galway Kevin would you like to ask a question <laughs> He's just giving up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I also love that Dustin is meant to be always the anarchic one. Mm. Like he's the one that always and he even he starts going, It's a person or place or a thing. <laughs> like he's kinda of going, Would you fucking come on? Um, wait, wait one minute. I just have to do something. <laughs> television, you take a time, it's only live national television and so don't worry about it. Would you take another question for me? Um, Kevin, have you enough? Kevin, I'll tell you what! Go back to Amy! Amy, you're going to be Hello, Amy! 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 Oh my god, I'm leaking everywhere. Kevin, Kevin, no, Kevin in County uh, Galway. Galway. <laughs> 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 uh, I can't really hear you on the phone. Sorry, Kevin, um, we're playing what? Oh, if you like, come on, at oh, this stage Kevin. now, it's when he starts explaining it again, he loses his shit again. This is where he, this is where he apologizes and laughs again. It's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's a question <laughs> every, every Thursday. And yeah. it can be a person, place, animal, or object. And Kevin, would you would you like to ask a question to Snotzer? Like, like, are you a cow or something? Uh, are you a sheep? <laughs> no, it's not a I apologise. I apologise. I apologise. <laughs> um, is this, um, <laughs> do you go upstairs? Do you to go He's a pro though. He's a, like, yeah. this is the worst yeah. scenario you could ever find yourself and in on Irish television. it's not ending. It's not ending. They're not even getting close. No, like. no, no. They said it could have a stairs and then she said, could you go up <laughs> the stairs? Like, Jesus Christ, like. The ceiling. Well, yes, you have a ceiling. You're dead right there. Is it the ladder that you go up to the ceiling with? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> 
He's now not even looking up anymore. He's literally, he's spending 80% of the show now just looking at down at, I don't know what, maybe his CV going, I'm going to have to, going to, have to find something else. Maybe Harvey Norman's hiring. <laughs> Oh, this is the best. This is the best. When they, I think when they go to Kevin and when they go back to Claire, I think the clue they give her is like we've done right. We're giving you such a clue now. It's actually unfair because we've pretty much told you what it is. And yeah, just listen for the clue and think. Did you did you get it? And then listen to the answer. Kevin and Galway. Um, <laughs> it's an object. Yeah. Uh. No, no, no! It's back over to Amy English. It has the stairs. <laughs> Is it a car? Here we go. Here's the clue. Does it say it right that you could be as safe as? Okay. Safe as? You could be safe as. As safe as. Ha ha. Rhymes and mouses. As safe as a hatter. As safe as a hatter. Oh, my fucking head. And it's pure panic in her voice as well. As safe as a hatter. Oh my god! Safe as a hat! I tell you what, I think we're running. Well, what I will do is both of you win a bike. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Ireland. That's Ireland in a nutshell. That is exactly what this country is. If you could describe, oh my god! If you could describe, if like, if people are thick, if they if they stay thick long enough, we just give them free shit. It's like you go, everyone gets a bike. <laughs> Oh, it's one of my I'm fucking sweating. I watch things. that about twice a year, every single oh. more, three times a year, and it it just it fucking floors me every time. It's literally it gets funnier and funnier and funnier the whole way through. It's one of those things that anytime I see someone wearing sunglasses, I have to go, Where'd you get your shades? That's where it came <laughs> off was that you always go, Where'd you get your shades? <laughs> Here's the backstory though on this, oh my right? Oh god, I'm sweating. So this was actually the first of April. Mm-hmm. So April Fool's April Fool's Day so when the first question came where'd you get your shades you see Francis looking off to the side he thinks he it's a prank thinks it's a prank but previous to that before they go on air he kind of briefed the two kids on the phone they were on the phone and yeah. he was kind of shouting down at them going so this is how it's going to work and dad yeah, yeah, yeah. and he came off that really uncertain because he was like I don't think Kevin has a clue how this thing works <laughs> So from the very start, he was like, oh, shit. And then once he started asking the questions, he's looking off to, you know, directors and stuff. And he's like, we're totally being punked here now. We're like, what? So when Dustin disappears as well, Dustin's gone out to the production team and he's like, are you fucking with us? Are you fucking with us? Really? Yeah. So there's a brilliant video. If you can at all, check it out. Um, Francie is now a presenter with Ocean FM. Yeah, he's a radio presenter, yeah. And they did, they tracked Kevin down. You're joking me. 13 years later this is going back I think it was 2017 that they tracked him down is he living independently 
I, I believe so. And he's now a mechanic. Living in a hatter. <laughs> yeah, a semi-detached hatter. He's working with cars. So Is he? Oh, well, there you go yeah, then. Yeah. So um, he <laughs> said, and in fairness to him, fair play to him for coming on and, and talking to Francie about this. Uh, he said that the reason he was so confused and discombobulated was because they had the house phone that was connected to the wall. Yeah. And they also had... Um, a mobile, a, a cordless, a mobile cordless one, yeah. Phone as well, and he wanted to use the cordless one so that he could see the screen. Okay, but the cordless one was nowhere to be found, so he had to use the one that was attached to the wall. Also, try to see around the corner at the so TV. So he was distracted. <laughs> he was distracted. He didn't understand the premise without yeah. seeing the screen. Yeah, when yeah, yeah. He, when yeah. he said, um, "I have to go and do yeah, something," yeah. he was trying to find the cordless phone. He was looking for a phone <laughs> live on telly. Are you fucking joking me? <laughs> Check this video out. It's oh so well God. done. It's such a brilliant conversation between the two of them. It's on um, Ocean FM's YouTube. That is hilarious. Is, it's so, Shout out so to Ocean good. FM. Yeah, Shout amazing. Out. It's still... That oh is one of God. the most iconic Irish clips, oh, I think. Oh, 100%. Isn't it? It's yeah. in the top five of all time. Where'd you get your hairstyle? Where'd you get your hairstyle? <laughs> I got in a place called Mark Peters. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh Brilliant. my God. Uh, so listen, that's the end of the episode. Am, I, am I right? Yeah. yeah? We're oh done. my God, I, co- I can't do any more. My head's fucking pounding. Uh, we have social media. We have an Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and a Facebook. It's at Unforeseen Pod on all of those things. Leave comments, get involved, suggest things, send messages and DMs. I don't check any fiction, of the DMs. We want that. Fan fiction. We want that. We want a first paragraph then. Yeah. First paragraph. Even if we get a couple of them, we'll, we'll, we'll collate them and find the best one. Uh, and uh, yeah, so if you want to leave any comments, share videos, that's how you help the podcast. You get it for free. You don't have to pay us. You just have to share it, spread the word. That's all we want. If you want to send us any video suggestions, any game suggestions, anything you want to bring to Lorraine's attention so that she can bring it to my attention on the podcast, email unforeseenpod at gmail.com and that's where you can get straight on to us and you know the, you know if you want to send me abuse that's you know mm-hmm. that's fine that's absolutely yep. fine uh, rate and review on iTunes and Spotify as well if you can and give us an old thumbs up as well if you're watching it on YouTube and leave an old comment there as well uh, I'm in the Opera House in September uh, your uh, Dave Chappelle gigs uh, is, is what's happening after the Dave Chappelle tour that you're doing are you moving on do you have anything else in the line in the pipeline or anything like that's a big it's a big gig to be doing you surely have other stuff lined up for after that. Yeah, well, I'm <coughs> off to LA. Um, I'm doing Comedy Store and I have my own uh, special coming up as well. What's it called? Do you have a title for it? I, it's still a working title at the moment. I'm okay. kind of in two minds. I'll wait till after my tour. And, where, you know, where, till where, I can are you, where are you filming it? In the Comedy Store. In the world famous Comedy Store in yes. LA. Which, yeah, r- yeah. which room? The main one. How did you know there was a place called the main room? I know. And I should look at us comedians all know this stuff like... <laughs> Uh, Amazon Comedy Special uh, is an actual real thing that I have on Amazon right now it's called Ross Brown Jano what I mean with a J Uh, you can check it out there and uh, you can also buy it or rent it on multiple platforms like the YouTubes you know when you buy stuff on that uh, the the Apple TV and all those other things as well so you can check it out there as well and that's pretty much it for this week Uh, check out the socials we'll be dropping little clips of this stuff and if you have anything that you want to get involved in get involved and share and like and all that jazz Uh, I'm Ross Brown I'm going to put this file now I'm going to save it I'm going to put it to the drive the drive and then she's going to download it the drive and then she's going to put the other new version that way she's done into the drive and then she bring me and she said that video is in the drive where's the video going to be? in the drive in the drive wave to everybody do you have another question you want to ask? Do you want to ask, ask another question? Where'd you get your hairstyle? 
Where'd you get your shoes? Where'd you get your limp penis? <laughs> <laughs> Succulent! Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.